Welcome back to Roll for Blank Streets of Mage. Last week, you all made your way down the Avenue of Saints toward the cathedral. Captain Laura stumbled upon Shanti, who was injured, and she told everyone that her brother Arcturus was slain by the faithless cleric and bestowed his Odachi on the group. And Polly has that Odachi, and I originally made that Odachi a little too hot. So we've gone ahead and nerfed that, and if you want to tweet at me, don't. You guys, uh, he was so enraged by the death of that woman's name, um, her brother, (laughs) that he just got a hire to hit for a session and now he's calmed down. How have you not learned my girlfriend's name? I'm gonna say Beth. Oh, I see why it ended with Dawn, (laughs) the great samurai Beth. (laughs) No one marries a Beth, Beth. If you're listening, I'm sorry, I still love you. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, so uh, you you proceeded down the Avenue of Saints through some, you know, mausoleums and sepulchers and other sort of raised crypts. Uh, some of the statues came to life and you had to kind of crush some of those and they grabbed you and they booped you on the head, but not too big of a deal. And then you fought some crows. You didn't count them, so Adam Duritz doesn't have to be involved. Oh. And uh, now you have proceeded to the Cathedral of Saints, where all four of you are either on the windowsill or, in Villa's case, you are clinging to the wall above the windowsill like Spider-Woman, like Spider-Gwen, and uh, peering into this window at two giants and a faithless cleric standing on a dais inside the cathedral, knowing that that's the people you gotta kill to avenge Arcturus' death. Is Polly, am I on a dais? No, you're on the windowsill. Stop it. it. Uh, you're, Sal- you're Salieri, Polly. You need to. You just need to own it. You've created enough. It's fine. I remember taking one of my cats out. Do you recall which cat is now perched with us? I think it was Margaret Scratcher because you were you took out a different cat, and Villa protested very <laughs> verbally. That's so fair, we okay. switched it back up. Okay, good. I just I, I want to get in the zone of which cat is now my ally, and we've taken out two small pieces of the windows. Or three, so we could all bow in. You've, you've got sniper opportunities. Now, what I wanted to offer you all, because I know that at the end of last week, everyone was kind of like, oof, we kind of need to rest. This battle could be intense, whatever. What I will say is, you can take a long rest if you want, knowing that uh, the only consequence here really is that Shanti will be waiting by that airship for you for an extra day because you're going to have to sleep it off. I don't think we should do that. I think she we go for sad. it. Yeah, I'm ready. Like I'm ready to rock and roll. Shanti, I, can, we I, I not. can we take like a ninja nap? How close to dying are you again, Otis? Wait, if you take a short rest, don't you have a song or some bullshit a bard does? Are you just making shit up? No, a bard, go to your face. going to sing us a little Bards lullaby. That... It's normally a really stupid skill, song of rest. If you were in, oh, sorry. Do you want to read that to the crowd? Oh, I'm sorry. If you are any friendly creatures who can hear your performance, regain hit points at the end of the short rest by spending one or more hit dice. Each of those creatures regain an extra 1d6 hit point. I think we should do that. Okay, so yeah, you can get some hit points back. Um, Wait, is there a way to do this without alerting the giants and the cleric? Oh, yeah. Here? Yeah, you can can all kind of hop down from that windowsill. Everybody can recline. It's not a big deal. You can hop down, you can sit, set up a little little fire, 
sit around it, chill. And then what I want to do, because I think Otis's main concern is a spell slot one. So yeah. I'm going to give him the opportunity to get three spell slots back if the rest of the three of you are willing to all kind of give him a group hug and you're all going to roll D20s and we're going to see if you break a certain number and that'll be how many spell slots Otis gets back. I mean, let how me talk to Margaret Scratcher. She's not a big hugger. So um, I'm going to have to negotiate with Kat. Well, Mar- I mean, Margaret Scratcher can sort of, uh, you know, oversee the committee meeting. She oh, can take okay. notes. It's okay. She doesn't have to be involved in the hug. Okay, cool. Got a nine. Okay. A nine on that D20. Okay. A seven. Seven. Wow. You guys suck at hugging. Rock it! I hug so hard. You love it, you whore. (laughs) Villa, are you hugging or are you abstaining? Villa, you gonna bring it in? Bring it in, Villa. I hate hugs. I got a six. Oh, shit. I think actually Margaret Scratcher is just really moved and saddened by this. She rolled an 18. Oh, oh wow. Mar- so Margaret Scratcher's jumping in yeah. to save the day. Like pulling her claws back a little bit and nestling <laughs> against the bark. But like, we can't ever tell anyone, like especially her cabinet, that she's done this. So you got, so so here's what happened. Otis, you got this like powerful hug from Captain Alora, but she doesn't kind of like bend down far enough to make it comfortable for you. So you're sort of just like pressed into her hip bone. So it's a little uncomfortable for you. Or tit bone, I think is what's happening. <laughs> How short are you? He's very short. Oh, and like I'm four short. something? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's at least seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Polly's gonna, Polly's kind of like hugging you around the, the waist, but he squeezes you a little too hard. So it's a good hug, but, and you feel love, but it it's not as, as just like I feel a lot of judgment. Oh, my dink. And then, and then Villa gives you one of those like hover hugs where she just oh. delicately pats you on the shoulder with one hand oh. and then quickly pulls back. Yeah. But seeing all this, Margaret Scratcher decides to abandon all of her rugged individualist leanings for one split second and comes in and presses herself right up against your legs and then curls around you and snakes through and you feel a lot of love. So you're going to get all three spell slots back. So you just get to wow. pick. You can pick which level like- you want whatever you want to do. Margaret Scratcher is like, of course communism can't succeed because people aren't good enough, but wouldn't it be nice if it could? And then she puts that emotion into the hug. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if people were better than they actually are? (laughs) Optimistic nihilism, that's what you're about. You've got a lot in common with that cat. I do have a lot in common with cats. So, yeah, so Otis, you've got three spell slots back. Everyone else, you've you've healed however much you want to from the short rest thing. So oh. go ahead and do that. Um, I got the short rest too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody okay. gets all the short, the, the, I just wanted to rest your spell slots because I know that's an issue. And also, I, I don't want this to be a thing where you're like, oh, I'm just gonna throw fireballs, like tiny little whatevers. Oh, like yeah. These the... things, and then, and and then feel it. sad and stuff. Cantrips. An extra D6 to roll to recover hit points from Danny's song. It's oh. a really great one. I'm thinking like Stevie Nicks to get a little witchy. Ooh. Nice. Did the landslide bring us down? Oh. <laughs> no, because in my head I only hear the Dixie Chicks version, and maybe that's the best version. I can't even decide, but I don't like it. It is, it is a better version. It's rare that a cover is better than the original, but yeah. Remember when Billy Corgan did a version of that song too? Those were the days. It's it's like when uh, oh shoot oh Jesus 
I just blanked. Is it I Hurt Myself Today song? Because that yes. cover is fucking great. Yes. No, no. When uh, Oh, the Johnny wow. Cash cover? Johnny yeah. Cash covered it. And then Alanis Morissette covered Johnny Cash's version for Johnny Cash's death. I can't be friends with any of you now. Sorry. What? Melody loves Nine Inch Nails, so. Very. And I am I hate those covers. Listen, Nine Inch Nails is really good to have sex with your college boyfriend to. Literally the what, only person. What about... Eight inch nails, maybe seven and a half. <laughs> no, you run for it. No, definitely not. But yeah, I'm flattered. That's not what my cervix thinks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not Ew, the hardest cervix in the world. Are you intelligent shaming my cervix? I am. I am. Wow, I would be indignant, but I'm just too dumb. We are cervix, yes, yes. All right. Hey, so, um, you know, Dungeons and Dragons is a fun game that we play together. Uh, I'm going to roll a d20. All right, I'm ready. All right. So everybody got their hit points back. Oh, I do. Uh, Wait, what? No. I thought we were just to roll a d6 or something. You did. Just give your, honestly, we're not going to take two short rests before a long rest. So just give yourself all your hit points back because you can just use all of your Fine. Yeah, just use all your hit dice, and that's fine. And you get an extra. You'll recover. Any song, you're gonna be fine. It's gonna, it's gonna be worth it. It's gonna that's be weird. worth it. Guys. It's not doing anything to me. Oh, it doesn't. Uh, it does not work on D and D Beyond. You have to manually oh, yeah, you add hit points up. back. Oh, okay. The short rest is not a functional uh, automatic thing, but the long rest is. That's why I was confused. D Beyond is perpetuating the stereotype that short doesn't worth worth much. I know. Long, and and hey, that's where it's at. As, as short people, it's like, come on, I get paid less, I get less opportunities. Now you're gonna tell me not, I'm not worth, I'm not worth a, a little more help. You get paid less for being short? Well, men traditionally don't, I mean, taller men tend to get higher paying jobs. Really? Statistically, yeah, yeah. In like if you're- way, If you're redheaded, you, you get less chance of promotion, et cetera. Like right. there is an active discrimination against redheads. That's and, ridiculous. And... Redheads are beautiful as long as they're female. If they're male, they have no souls and they should be that's murdered. Exactly. Or oh. Outlander. That's fine. Oh, well, that there guy. goes Ed Sheeran's sponsorship. Ex- exception, exception. Ed Sheeran could sing to me. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> but, but like with his shirt on, the moment he's yeah. <laughs> and, and from inside one of those uh, COVID-style hamster balls. Okay. <laughs> Stop singing, that's my concern. Is there an off button or are you just done? I think when he runs out of beer, then he just, then he's done. Done. I have Sam Hewen, yeah, Sam Hewen could, I would ride that hard. <laughs> All <laughs> right. That's, that's good to know for the podcast, great. Yeah, so we're all healed up now. Yeah. And we've got ourselves <laughs> some a very special spots. episode where Melody just tells us every famous person she would quote unquote ride hard, and, and then we can move on. Okay. Like a John Deere. Oh. What's what's the phrase? It's like ridden hard and put away wet. Isn't that yeah, a that's a horse phrase? Yeah. 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 Using that all the time. Yeah. Good. Overshare. Definitely overshare. <laughs> okay, let's uh, kill something. Yeah, so so here you are. You you're all rested up. Otis has some spell slots back. I feel good. You have, I presume, climbed back onto the windowsill. So you're yeah, peering in at the faithless cleric, a towering woman, wearing many layers of ceremonial robes. She holds a giant golden mace in one hand and a holy book in the other. At her sides, there are two giants kneeling in prayer. What are you gonna do? 
do they all seem like they're getting along? Like oh. no one seems like they're under duress or anything? Yeah, no, you, you perceive the giants as sort of uh, paying reverence and respect to this cleric. Tell me more about the cleric, what she look like? She looks uh, extremely tall. She's a very tall lady. She's probably like nine feet tall. Um, she has a pale, gaunt complexion, and uh, she is wearing a large sort of uh, miter-style hat, but it's not as tall as a regular miter. It's sort of like half-sized. Um, I guess bishop height for Catholic Church. That's uh, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the, uh, Captain Alora there. Uh, you know, I got a plan. And my plan is to kick down that fucking door and start cutting people. All right, I don't think that's a great plan. I should definitely use Crown of Madness on one of the giants, and then we should not make ourselves apparent so they turn on each other. And then we just sit here and play with the cat for a while. How about this? I pretend to be a pope, since you've got a pope hat. All right, listen, when we get their corpses, you can keep that hat and you can play with it all you want, but maybe like, maybe with Crown of Madness first? Oh, oh, yeah. No, no, I like this. So, no, goddammit. What about if you two uh, hang out here, you and Otis, and Otis shoots snot fireballs, and you cast Crown of Madness, and then uh, Villa and I go down, and I cast the Minor Illusion, so God she looks all fancy and popey, and she walks in, and as soon as that, uh, you know, blows up in our face, which it inevitably will, I run in and hit something with my axe. All right, or we could just sit here and play with the cat as the giants hit each other and they don't even know we're here. Yeah, I like my plan better. Otis Villa, do you want to safely play with cats or would you like to impersonate a slutty pope? Yoo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, was, I was thinking about uh, making them all throw up. What? Yeah, yeah, I can make it smell bad over there. They're all going to be like... <laughs> All right. That'd be funny, I, right? I appreciate the levity, but remember, this woman killed my future brother-in-law. Yeah, oh. yeah, so while she's sick, you can run in there and slap her around, whatever. All right, Villa, you're the tiebreaker. What kind of idiotic thing do you want to do? <laughs> I just want to kill something. Yeah, okay. Big so surprise, cast, big surprise. Uh, um, Polycast Minor Illusion and gives uh, Villa a Pope regalia type oh, yeah, of outfit. Right except the cut on the side of the Pope skirt slash dress is very right. high upper thigh. Right, and there's a side boob, just... Yeah, maybe a touch. Yeah. Maybe just a <laughs> smattering of side boob. Gotta so be it's, some side boob. So it's, that, it's those ritual vestments that you wear to like the Met Gala. Exactly. <laughs> I, I've never been to the Met Gala, but I assume, I assume Nate knows, and yes. Oh. Oh, oh roll nice. for pretension. Oh, I will. <laughs> yeah. I rolled a, I think I probably get a plus 12 modifier. I had 25 on natural. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're great. You are officially okay, um, someone Bobby, who is a to-do. He casts Minor Illusion, he jumps down, and he's ready to kick through the door as soon as they uh, do their shit upstairs. Okay, okay I want to so, cast Stinking Cloud. All right. Uh, any saves associated with Stinking Cloud? Yes. Um, so it's a 20 foot, you know, area effect. Um, sorry, grab the details. And that's going to be a constitution save for them of 17. Okay. Ooh. That's a constitution. Someone added some, uh, skill points. He probably has his own koala. Mm. All right. 
Um, the cleric passes on that. So do they take half damage or something like that? Uh, so there's actually no damage associated with this, but they have to spend their next turn uh, retching. Okay. All right. <laughs> then what's going to happen, the, the cleric is fine, but the two giants who are kneeling before her just like start retching and, and they stand up just so they can double over more appropriately because they were sort of kneeling. And that's just not a good way to retch. So they really wanted to sell it. So they got up and now they're like, that's enough. That's enough. Fully work. It's good. And it's, it is a whole turn. Okay. So they are retching um, for their entire next turn. All right. And since we haven't seen this spell cast before by Otis, uh, what you see is he kind of, you know, stretches a little bit, uh, squats, no. farts in his hand, no. <laughs> and then slings it like a softball, and it's kind of spreads out uh, like a like a sick miasma all over the area where they are. And, so, uh, yeah, so Otis pitches right through one of those holes in the stained glass window. Really, feel really. Miasma. Polly looks at Villa and is like, yeah, that's why uh, we're down here and those assholes are up there. Charisma 17, uh, 20. I was going to say, like, we're really testing the boundaries of high charisma here with this hand farting. Um, But hey, you know what? Everybody's got a thing, right? Everybody's got a kink. That's just how the world works. You're like, oh, he's so funny. He would do that. (laughs) He's like one of the jackasses. It's, that it's, we love yeah, from TV. <laughs> like all of the jackasses. He's <laughs> like the regular Johnny Knoxville over there. Johnny Noxiousville. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Well done. Hey. Wow. That was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. So the giants are retching. Captain Alora, what are you going to do? I stare at my friend like I wish that he was the one that was taken out instead of my brother-in-law. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. I still love you, Otis. Minus one to friendship for the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> now if you'll, you're flanking something, it actually be back. hurts your chances. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna cast Crowd of Madness, but now they're just gonna wretch that whole turn, so... Well, we're not in combat yet, so a turn... By the time we actually dick around to get into combat, maybe they'll be unwretched. How you're smart... Right, I, I'm gonna treat all of this like... Uh, uh, an opportunity round, like a surprise round. They don't know that you're here. So all of this can happen, but then the instant that any sort of attack occurs, the clock starts. So, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop them from retching until they have an opportunity to have a turn and they won't have a turn until turns are being had. Does that would make sense? they have disadvantage on saving throws while they're retching and trying not to throw up? That I don't know. Oh, well, we're fucked then. <laughs> Because you were Let's literally not out. in this world, so if you don't know, we should call <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. He'll definitely know. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I see. Guys, number. Yeah. Hold on. Is Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> no, the he's, he's the slutty goblin. Oh. Yoo-hoo. I'm Jeff going Goldblum to hack is... into your mainframe with an Apple computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna because aliens use the same computer aliens system that we use. Apple. Uh, wow! 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 <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> what we're going to do is they will be at a disadvantage for that turn they, while they're retching. They got disadvantage. So, oh, yeah. Right. 
Okay, I'm going to um, like kind of sit down in the little nook and pick up uh, Margaret Scratcher and kind of glare a little bit at Otis and then casually look over and cast Crown of Madness on one of the giants. Okay, great. Saving throw of 15. All right. Uh, okay. So, uh, and it's a wisdom saving throw. Is that right? Okay. The so that's a that's a fourteen is low. So they will be crowned. Cool. So one of them is going to have a crown now of madness, and as soon as they're done retching, they're gonna be looking for somebody to attack. Love it. Okay. So now we've got uh, now we got Polly and Villa on the ground. I assume by the doors. About to pretend to be popes. Yeah. She thinks she's papal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Nate. Wow. You're on fire tonight. <laughs> it's because I brought the brandy back. He's not, yeah. but if he rolled a d20, he could be. <laughs> yeah, right. You can just shoot a fire. fireball into the sky. <laughs> burn, work. God, burn. Goodness. Uh, shall we enter? <laughs> yeah, I'm slutty pope. Yeah, let's do this. And I open the door for her. Obviously. Uh, thanks. All right. Uh, so the door opens, and the faithless cleric is going to look up and see you both in the doorway. So the two of you need to roll initiative, and I will have Captain Laura and Otis roll also. But 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 I'm trying to pretend to be a pope. Well, then what's Polly going to be if he's standing next to you? I my That's servant boy, boy, obviously. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I just opened the door. I haven't walked in yet. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then let's uh, let's roll deception then, Dilla. Okay. Let's see how how deceptively popey you look. Is this cause popeless, or could oh God, something go right? <laughs> Twenty-one. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna walk into the room then, and walk mm-hmm. into the cathedral. With All right. A plum. So and you are, are her one robes plum? wide? I assume a pope's robes. Like I'm a small guy. Could I kind of be walking behind her? <laughs> is that is that what Can you want to do? Under? Yeah, my... no, I'm, I'm gonna try. He to could totally be under the robe. Then then Polly rolls stealth. Ah oh, shoot. <laughs> ah shoot. Ooh, Eighteen. Okay. Oh right. yeah. So Polly, you're gonna you're gonna effectively hide yourself among these ritual vestments within the illusion. Yeah. Because they're not real. It's illusion clothing. And you're hiding through your nate. Just keeping panties under there, that's all. (laughs) Wait, can I see panties? Hold on, I'll roll perception for that. (laughs) You look up. Oh, Oh a seven. Mm. Yeah, you, Villa was still wearing her regular clothes when you illusioned her, so. Bar. Yeah. Seven doesn't. Seven isn't going to broke her consent. The illusion takes her clothes off. I should have used inspiration. <laughs> now so, was, you would have gotten minor illusion. Now was the time. With inspiration. Okay, so so Villa and Polly are walking into the cathedral. You are going to get this. This cathedral is at least sixty feet deep. It's massive, forty foot ceilings. It is a huge room. There are some stone columns lining the sides and a long red rug rolling down the middle of the whole thing. So you're proceeding up, you get 30 feet in, and the faithless cleric looks up and says, who are you? Who goes there? I'm going to respond, Reverend. I came as soon as I heard about the tragedy, and I'm just gonna continue walking towards her. What tragedy is it that you speak of, child? 
the deaths, the deaths of the people. Have you not heard? Continue oh, walking. Of course I have heard, for we orchestrated the deaths of the people. They did not believe. They chose not to follow me, and so I choose not to follow that which they believed. But Reverend, I've heard that some people do follow you and have been killed as well. Continue walking. Yes, well, death is an inevitability, is it not? You should know that, or rather, you would know that, if you were truly a person of the cloth, but I see through your illusion now. I'm going to- Be you an assassin, or be you a terrorist? I'm gonna put my hands down behind her and kind of press against her, so if she wants to jump onto them and I can toss her forward, it is available. Cool. So roll initiative because she now knows that you're you're not real. How and close did I get? You are 15 feet away. You got you got pretty close. Natural 20. Okay. Kind of away from the natural 20. Oh. Oh. Mm. So I can't do anything so I'm just casting crown of madness. Ah! Man. Whoa. I say 20. You are bad at rolling dice today. 15. 16. 16 for Otis? Yep. What was Villa? 9. 9. Octum. Nine. Okay. Uh, all right. So we got uh, that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you've been discovered. The faithless cleric is going to lower her holy book and raise her golden mace. And Captain Alora, you are at the top of the initiative order. What are you going to do? I guess maintain Crown of Madness. Sounds good. Seems oh, like the right thing. Tea. I'll play with my cat. I'll drink some tea. Yeah, that's fair. And I'm going to probably like take a piece of paper out of my bag and start like writing a love note to Shanti because let's face it, I'm not going to participate in this battle other than the Crown of Madness, so I should probably get a love letter written. And I can read and write, so it's not like I'm just going to hand her a piece of paper with scribbles on it. I'm not. They're going to be words and they're going to be legible. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like your style. Uh, okay, so now it is the Faithless Cleric's turn. Uh, they are going to march toward Villa and take a swing with that big mace. And uh, the first swing is a 13 to hit. Not going to hit. (laughs) Going to take another swing. That is an 18 to hit. Shit. Just a graze. Just a graze. So you're going to take 25 damage as this mace smashes you across the face. <laughs> Dodge that shit? I don't you have, think so. Like, roguey things do that? Hold on. Oh yeah, you probably oh, have an uncanny pause. dodge of some kind. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, she can cut her down. We got you, Melody. Your damage isn't, I mean, Bella, your damage isn't half. Yeah. Okay, so you'll it's take not... 12 damage then, if you want to use your reaction to dodge. Yes. I'll use my reaction to dodge. So yeah, so okay. Billy, you're 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 only gonna take twelve damage then. Okay. Assuming you you do that I dodge. That dodge. Yep, yep, yep. So you're gonna do that dodge. Um, and now the faithless cleric is going to make one more attack against you, and you need to roll a dexterity save. Oh, that's her dump stat. She's very undexterous. Clumsy Villa, that's what we call her. <laughs> Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. So the the. Uh, the faithless cleric, she's going to open her holy book and speak an incantation that you cannot understand, and a plume of flame is going to billow out from the pages towards you, but you just hop right out of the way. Plus, fire is really Billy's thing. 
Otis's thing. Cartwheel. You round off. Backflip. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you do an unspeakably amazing thing and get out of the way. Uh, Now it is, uh, now it is Otis's turn. Otis. Get him, Otis. You're standing on this windowsill. You're seeing, you're seeing your friend get smacked in the face with a mace. I don't like that at all. Um, Remember, we're actually hiding here, so just if you're gonna fireball, maybe tell me and Margaret Scratcher ahead of time so we can leave the window. That is probably the plan. Yeah. We are hiding. Um, let's see. But we're on the other side of the stained glass, so um, they can't really see us. I can cast spells from here. Oh, yeah, that's and it fine. says, like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going to put a fireball right in there. Um, 20 foot range, or 20 foot, you know, space. I'm going to keep Villa out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Villa, Villa just did some amazing acrobatic moves to get away from uh, a plume of sacred flame. So you've got a mm-hmm. clear shot at the cleric and these two giants. Okay, so yeah, uh, I'm going to fireball them and... They need to make a dex 17 save. Okay. All right. Uh, the cleric is going to make the save, but the two giants, uh, mid-retch still, they're actively retching, are not going to make that save. Okay. So if they fail the save, they take 30, and the cleric will take 15. Okay. That's right. a lot of hit points right there. Did boom, boom, boom. Have some tea, and then I hand him some tea. Okay. Dishes. Now it is one of the retching giants' turn. He is going to continue to retch, but he's on fire now. So it's like, it's like he drank fireball. <laughs> he's having a bad day. Yeah, yeah. No, fireball's not gonna sponsor us, Nika. <laughs> they weren't going to anyway. Everybody knows this is a Jaeger podcast. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I focus we're on not, the retching. We're not that aggressive or. Japanese. Uh, <laughs> That's the market we're going to. We love Japanese whiskey. Please sponsor us. I think esoteric fruit wines. Because I think the women who drink fruit wines love D&D. It's true. It's true. I think think that's a a Venn diagram you can trust. Yeah, I mean, there's two of them and they're in the podcast. So I feel like that's fine. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 50% of present day listeners are fruit wine (laughs) people. So demographic, I'll make a pie chart. It's going to be great. Yeah. Mmm, pie chart. Uh, okay, so that guy's just going to continue to retch, and now it is Polly's turn. Polly, you yeah, are uh, still technically kind of like trying to be behind Villa, but you are pretty revealed now because she's had to flip <laughs> back out of the sacred flame. You didn't get hit with anything, oh, but what are you going to do? Probably ride something. Yeah. I'm going to uh, pop my head around Villa, I guess, because mm-hmm. I'm still, and I'm going to be like... Uh, Hey there, faithless cleric. I'm gonna tell you what a, the young Jesus Christ told his mother. Tayamoy kai soy gune. I'm gonna rage. And I'm going to, I'm sorry if you don't speak ancient Greek, that's your own problem. I'm going to try to strike the faithless cleric with my odachi. I just wanna check, is that the only phrase you know in ancient Greek, which is what does that have to do with me, woman? You gotta cut that, mate. I feel like we're not going to garner the support of the classics community if Danny is just going to give away my punchlines. 
we we do have an elbow patch tweed uh, sport coat people uh, to to worry about here. Twenty three to or twenty three to hit on the cleric. Yeah, that is a miss. What twenty? This this cleric seems Uh-oh. to the cleric steps to the side and the robes billow out and you think that you hit her but you actually just cut through robe. Wait, are we gonna have to magic missile this woman to death? I'd do it. Okay, um, DM, could I do an unarmed strike to Villa's feet where I grab them and throw her up? I don't want to. You want to throw her like a projectile? Or... I want to throw her up over the bishop's head. Oh, God, it's going to put me in an attack of opportunity. What? Well, I'm grabbing you and tossing you. Yes. I don't know. How, how would that work? She can... <laughs> how would that work, me. DM? Well, because the Faithless Cleric has already taken an attack action, entering will provoke. Um, but w- here's what I'll do. If if Villa will consent to this, if she's willing, oh, I will God. let Villa roll an acrobatics check that, oh. will, that will give an up-down on whether that attack of opportunity can happen. I'm okay. so against this. Oh, it's acrobatics? That's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I assume this is a sensual unarmed strike, so do I need to roll anything to hit? No, you don't need to roll anything to hit, but I would like you to roll a nap. Well, roll the to hit oh. for just how good you're going to throw her into the air. God, that's going to do it so good. I'm going to do it so good. Oh, boy. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> I'm going to use my inspiration. Yeah, you definitely should. Oh, yeah, I got a 23. Okay. So, yeah, with the 23, you're going to use all of your raging gnome strength and heft Villa into the air. Villa roll acrobatics to see if you're able to sort of like spin move and flip in the air to avoid the cleric swinging a mace at you on the way over. I also rolled a 23. Okay, Ooh, yeah. We're connected. We It's like, it's, it's crazy. You can't even tell the difference. Another plus two to friends. We're like two gnomes in track suits. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, Villa, you're gonna, you're gonna fly right over the top of the faithless cleric. She is going to try to swing at you and just just miss because you're twirling and barrel rolling and tumbling and it's it's almost as if you've left time and space as we know it for the moment that you are above her and then you land right behind her. Polly, do you have another any other attacks? So that that's all you got. Don't write her. I thought I could use a bonus action now, but I forgot about rage because I wanted to just try to steal her hat with my grapple bonus. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll do it next time. Okay, okay, we can do it next time. <laughs> All right, um, so now it is Villa's turn. Villa, you're right behind the Faithless Cleric. Surgeon's Blade. Okay. Ugh, 19. That will miss. Damn He's it. going to step again in, in that same to, way. Uh, hide? <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, yeah, roll stealth. Don't roll a one. 25. Okay, yeah, you you immediately slide behind one of the columns that are on either side of the dais, and you are out of everyone's sight. Uh, so now the fi- the second giant is going to uh, continue to retch while having a crown of madness on its head, and that is their turn. And now they are uh, the cloud of retching disperses, and we're back to the top of the order with Captain Alora. All right, I'm in like the third paragraph of my my love poem. Um, it's getting pretty <laughs> steamy. Um, I'm describing the very nice birthday that I spent with Shanti, um, comparing her flesh to some really nice peaches. Um, Get them, Captain Hora. 
right, was that close? No. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Polly trying to do Otis. That was good. Yeah, that was yeah. good. I um, obviously no. am nestled in with my cat. I think in the window seal, it's kind of like I have my back to one side and Otis has his back to the other side. We're drinking tea and I look through the stained glass to see that I'm still fighting. And then I just continue Crown of Madness. Great. Uh, would you like to read us uh, one stanza of your love poem, please? You know what? I'm still working on the structure a little bit and I'm not sure if peaches is too like vaginal. So I'm gonna, I'll get back to it. Okay, peaches and inner reaches rhyme really easily. What about the, there wow. once was a girl from Regina who had an enormous, oh, no, that's the wrong poem, sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Re- Regina, <laughs> experience Regina. <laughs> that's what I mean, said before I threw her off a You should put an eggplant in your poem, along with the peach. <laughs> With the squirty sign, yeah. With no, the yeah, that. with some squirty stuff. <laughs> Otis clearly hasn't been paying attention to the uh, the emotional and gender-based tenor of the relationship, but hey, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, don't y'all play around with the uh, vegetables and stuff? Each peach squirty sign. That's what you need to do. That'll get them every time. <laughs> make eye contact with Villa, even though I know she's hiding. So like the general area she's in, and I'm gonna slow blink so hard. I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna slow blink back. And actually, now that I look down, Margaret Scratcher, slow blinking. Yeah, Villa, roll perception. 15. Yeah, you feel a, a strange, very concentrated gust of air that hits you that you recognize as the, the wind coming off a slow blink. Mm. It's like the butterfly effect, but it's way yeah. more fun. It, now it is the Faithless Cleric's turn, and the Faithless Cleric is now going to turn to Polly and say, oh, I see that the heroes are getting smaller. Well, their effort will get smaller as well. And she's going to make three attacks against you. Uh, first attack is a, a 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. And that's going to be 34 damage. Okay, I'll take half of that. Then... Uh, she is going to leap back five feet and throw a guiding bolt at you. Uh, that's a natural 20. Oh, yeah, no, that, uh, you know, it's... So you're going to take 20 damage from the guiding bolt. Okay. And then, again, she's going to raise that sacred, that uh, holy book, and a plume of flame is going to emerge from it and surge towards you, so you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, come on, dex. Uh, 10. Okay, so you will get caught in the flames and you're gonna take 17 fire damage from the sacred flame. I'm in great shape. And that is the faithless cleric's turn. She is actually going to just sort of start cackling madly. And it's it's really irritating to everybody. It's not gonna have a status effect, but man, it's not, it's not fun. <laughs> and uh, now it is Otis's turn. Otis! Uh, Otis don't like the way that lady laughs at us. It's like Fran Drescher. It's super annoying, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's like um, a dolphin lady. <laughs> so he's going to cast a uh, magic missile at level three, which will be uh, five missiles. Shoom, shoom, so. shoom, shoom, shoom. Let me, let me tally this uh, damage real quick. <laughs> What you want to do? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh. What? I just wasn't very high. Oh, well, it's just a D4 plus one um, mm. for each of these, but they don't miss and she has no saving throw. Good. Mm -hmm. And actually, that was a pretty solid roll. So that's going to be... 170. <laughs> I mean, sorry, 170. When you make when you say numbers, I have to start over because you messed me up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 8, 7, 12, 14, 22. What? Oh, uh, you guys are Mike. good. She's 5'3". Booyah! No. Uh, she Omaha. takes 19. 19? All right. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. And then she goes to jail. Oh, wait. No, that's legal. He'd only rolled 17. <laughs> hey yo. Okay. So, yeah, these these magic missiles just going to pepper the face of the cleric in the face. And she is going to look up in the direction of where those magic missiles came from. And she rolled an 18 on perception on the die. So that means she will notice that you are on the windowsill. Um, just uh -oh. FYI. Uh, yeah. All right. So now it is the first giant's turn. That giant is no longer retching, is going to rise to its feet and turn and take a couple of swings at Polly. So uh, first attack is a 21 to, or no, 22 to hit. Oh, come on. I know. <laughs> that hits. Um, AC tease me. And you're going to take... Uh, oh, 22. Whoops. So you're going to take 12 damage as it smashes you with a great club. You wish, oh. Well, it's six for you. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to also attempt to... Uh, well, I guess it's just going to take you another take them to swing at you. So that one is a 20 to hit. Yeah, that does. That's your, that's your AC, right? No, 21 is my AC. Well, shit. Then, yeah. So the second, the second swing misses you. You're all good. And now it is your turn, Polly. Polly! Oh, yeah. Oh, um, I'm going to eat a whole turkey. Nom, 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 Cause... nom, 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 nom. Yeah. <laughs> I just see him putting that into his mouth without swallowing, just cartoon style, and just yeah. pulling out the bones. Just a, a whole the turkey skeleton. carcass. Just yeah. <laughs> And when they land, it plays one of those xylophone tunes from the cartoons. Excellent. Yeah. Well, you're deep in thought. What are you thinking about there? I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pondering. He's trying to figure out how to ride her. Should we kill the giants, <laughs> the giant first? No. Should we kill her first? Let the I think giants... she's probably more dangerous. Does it seem like the giants are controlled by her? What do I know about giants? Roll are a, they... uh, just roll a, uh, um, yeah. well, giants yeah. check. Roll perception. That's fine. Oh, come on. Animal handling. They're uh, madness crowned. Seven. Okay. One um, is. Well, one, you know that one of the giants has a crown of madness on. Good. The, the, uh, so that giant will presumably start attacking one of the two of them at right. some point here. The other giant, you can tell, is wearing a, kind of a, a sort of ritual vestments as if they are a member, like a high-ranking member of this church, oh. though not the robes that the that the cleric is wearing. Kill it. <sighs> or the cleric. Oh, I think we should try and take out this lady. Okay. All right. I mean, she probably is, then again, she probably is more powerful than the giants, but I just, I'm, I'm assuming that the the crowned giant is going to attack the other giant because they're closest to one another. Oof. 
I'm gonna regret this and probably get killed. I'm gonna attack recklessly and try to attack the cleric. Okay. Coming after the cleric. Okay. We get to swallow that turkey. Ah, oh, a 28 to hit. That'll hit, yeah. Hey. Oh, like a donkey in a waffle. Good to know we only have to get a high hey. 20 to do that. <laughs> yeah, what was that? We know that hits at least. And what was the one I that mean, missed? A 23? I think it was a 23 that missed, yeah. Okay, uh, so. Uh, Otis hit it a few times already. 27 damage and okay. then another 8 damage of electrical. Okay. Or lightning? Probably like is it lightning in this game? Yeah, lightning. So so okay. 35 total is what you're saying to me? Uh, yes. Nice. I don't know what numbers I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um I'm going <laughs> Oh man. Fuck it. I'm going all in. I'm going to try to step on her clo- I assume her cloak is around her. I'm yeah, going yeah. to try to step on it partway off the ground so it pulls her down. And then I'm going to just do a full-on Ryu, just like a Hadouken, and just try to uppercut her in the face as she <laughs> she pulls down towards me. All right. Okay. Come on. Oh, shit. This is not going to go well. <laughs> oh, non-natural 20. Okay. Yeah, so she's going to slide. She's just going to step away as you step down. And so you're gonna step and try to do this uppercut, but she's just, you know, uh, like seven to inches to the left. Off her head while I like jump up. I miss her face. Can I just try to do a swat for her hat? Sure, sure. Do a sleight of hand roll to see if you can grab that hat while you're finishing your failed uppercut. Come on. A four. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you Good just job. you just miss. It's lucky you didn't roll a one because if you oh. had, you would have grabbed the hat, but the hat would be so secured to her head that you'd be dangling in front of her face. <laughs> it could have been worse. <laughs> She'd have opened her mouth, yeah. and her alien second mouth would come out and bite you right on the a nose. nipple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the way H.R. Giger liked it. Uh, okay, so now it is Villa's turn. Villa. Ugh, hate this bitch. All right. Um, how far away is she from me? Um, you are about ten feet away because you leapt away and hid behind the column. Fine. Does the Uretanto do damage to non-ghosty people? Yeah, yeah. It'll do the normal amount of damage that it does. It just especially can hit ghosts. Okay. Let's uh, let's try that. Oh, God does not hit. I got a 10. Okay. Yeah, that that won't hit. You you kind of sneak <sighs> up. Do 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 stab miss. And then I sneak back. Okay. <laughs> Roll that hide. <sighs> Real good at hiding. 34. All right. Yeah, you you don't even have to get behind the column now. You just kind of stand next to it and everybody's like, "Oh, a column." I have mastered the art of standing so still. <laughs> All right. You are you are like uh, like Drax. Yes. Uh, okay. Now it is the crowned giant's turn, and that giant is going to stand and turn to his fellow giant and take a couple of swings at him. Uh, the first one is going to be a twenty to hit, and that will not. The second is going to be a twenty to hit, and that will not. Hey, you're making me feel really unhelpful. 
There were just low rolls. It's not your fault. Blame the giant, right? It's it's this is this is genuinely a situation of the tool is the problem, not the carpenter. Ho ho ho, lame giant. <laughs> hey, that, honestly, that could be an that, episode title. If that giant's not hitting us, that's fine. That's good. Yep. Yep. Although right. the giants probably have a lower AC than this crazy cleric, so maybe you uh, fighty types should be focused on them, and Odos will keep uh, chipping away at yeah. the lady, the weird pope. She made fun of my height, and she's wearing a dress, and it's stupid. So I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, we're back to the top of the order. Captain Alora. what you going to do? You know right. that the Faithless Cleric saw you after Otis's magic missiles. You made eye contact. It was weird. Through stained glass. Okay, first of all, I'm going to kind of crisscross my legs and plop them in Otis's lap. And I'm like, Otis. Okay, I'm still concentrating on my crown, but what do you think of this line of his poem? Okay. My dearest Shanti, be not sad for your brother's passing. Unlike the poorly labeled deodorant I bought last week, our love will be everlasting. What do you think? That's, that's beautiful. Okay, okay, right. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, I can be like family now if you'll have me as a big orc. I'll cherish you like my years at Ellsford, or even more than... No! Oh, no, I've ruined it. Oh, never mind. Okay. Are you going to say pork? Honestly, I think I had like a pork. You're gonna say dork. I was, yeah, no, I'm trying to ride something with goblin. Yeah, okay, right. Do you think we should move? Goblin? Yeah, we should probably um, hide. All right, I'm gonna maintain Crowd of Madness, so I, I'm not gonna really be able to climb myself, but do you think you could like climb us over to a different window? I give it a shot. Cool. Um, I'm gonna focus on um, getting something to rhyme with porking. Um, and then I'm just gonna kind of like crawl onto Otis's back. Snorkeling. Oh, oh, I bet we could do that on our honeymoon. That's gonna be great. We're gonna be porking and snorkeling quite a lot. Yeah, that sounds like a good trip. You don't have to come up for air that way. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> uh, okay, now it is the Faithless Cleric's turn and the Faithless Cleric is going to fire a guiding bolt toward Captain Alora and Otis, and since it's a distance, I, w- I want you uh, both to roll a dexterity save. Oh no. I gotta, I'm gonna re-roll. What do you get to re-roll? Oh, I have luck. Um, I gotta, I gotta I'm pretty sure I failed that. I rolled a five. Okay. And you, you said you rolled a 15? Yeah. Okay. So, both of you are gonna get clipped by this. You're not gonna take full damage. Um, the guiding bolt is going to fly through the window. The stained glass is going to shatter and burst out. And so you are going to each take seven damage. <laughs> Not nearly as dramatic as I was hoping, but uh, yeah, seven I'm damage. I'm okay with it. It was it was a 23 to hit on the guiding bolt, by the way, but because you had a lot of time to see it coming, I figured uh, you scrambled. Um, so that's attack number one. Second attack, the cleric is going to step up and give Polly another smack with that mace, and that is a 21 to hit. So that will be absorbed by your tracksuit. It's gonna dust it off the tracksuit. <laughs> and uh, for the third attack, she is going to fire that sacred flame again at Polly. So, Polly, roll a dex save. 
Ooh, and I did not realize this the last time because there is so much stuff going on. But uh, for some reason, because I'm a gnome or a barbarian, I get the uh, advantage on deck saves if I can see it coming. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It's coming? Yeah, because she's opening the book. You've seen her do this attack three oh. times now. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, so you're going to take, uh, you will still take the full damage. Uh, so 13 fire damage comes at you. Okay. And the cleric is going to look at one of the giants, the giant with the crown of madness on him, and say, What's wrong with you, you blasted fool? Get your head in the game. And now it is Otis's turn. Otis is going to cast a level three fireball on the uh, cleric. And can he do this in a way where the the 20-foot radius uh, gets one of the giants in there too, or both of them, and, and not hit friends? Nate, uh, for the audience, is dancing with his hands yeah. like he's got an invisible partner. <laughs> called Hug the Tree. That's oh, what he's doing. Oh, yeah. There are very, I think, wide-reaching Pilates It's audience. not just in Pilates where they call it Hug the Tree, if you know what I'm saying. I'm doing, I'm doing the, uh... Not a joke. I'm doing blocking in the theater of the mind here. Okay. So, you, you will be able to hit the Faithless Cleric, but you cannot hit either of the Giants because one of them is flanking Polly and the other one is flanking it. So the only way you could hit a giant and the cleric is to hit Polly. Go ahead. No. Hit me. You don't no. Giants or. Oh boy. No, they might be Giants fans. <laughs> I mean, I was in middle school once. I wish they might be Giants would sponsor us. That would actually vindicate my life. Yes, no, and maybe. Oh Probably, yeah. They're amazing. I've seen that band like five times. Roll for protection. <laughs> Roll for protection. <laughs> okay. So uh, then I'll just hit the, the Faithless Cleric with the fireball. Okay. Um, they need to make a deck 17 save. Oh, okay. They or will take. fail. Yeah, with that rope, they're not dancing around. Then uh, take that. 27 first. damage. 27 damage. Ooh. Okay. How, uh, how's this cleric doing? Other than being kind of on fire. He doesn't care. Look, looking healthy? healthy. I mean, Beat up? She, she didn't look, ready, she didn't look ready that to quit? bad. She didn't look that bad. She didn't look that fire. bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, her faith in everything has been shaken to the extent that, like, what could hurt her? Really? You We've all it. been there. Come on. We've all been through a bad breakup. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now it is the giant who is Coherent's turn, and that giant is going to attack Polly again. Get right. Bring it. Roll for Blank Streets of Mage is written by me, Nate Regolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Race Garber, Danny Headland, and Melody Stevens. Our theme music is A Journey Awaits by Pierre Bondifer at P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via opengameart.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books or whatever RPG lights you up and get rolling.